and welcome to another episode of Sophia's Choice, a Golden Girls podcast. As always, I am joined by my friend Ski. Hello, hello. And Brent. Davenport. And we are here to... Davenport. We are here to continue our effort to determine the greatest episode of the entire 180 episode run of the Golden Girls. So we'll go ahead and jump right into the recap for episode four, Transplant. Transplant. All right. Uh, as always, it's produced by Kathy Spear and Terry Grossman, co-produced by Marsha Posner-Williams, written by Suzanne Harris, directed by Paul Bogart, and original air date was October 5th, 1985. We open. Cre- uh, I'm sorry. Credit where credits due. Who created this some bitch? I thought we decided that Suzanne Harris didn't need double credit every time. <laughs> well, I mean, you did say as always produced oh, by those folks. You know so what? do I we need to continue? Wrong. Yeah. As always up to this point. How's oh, that? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as yeah, long he as did make a, a solid point. I don't know the future. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I could if I had done research. The prior. future of the past. <laughs> 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 I, suppose, I suppose the show will tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say what? Nobody knows what TV was on in 1989. Right? <laughs> How could we possibly? Right. I mean, this is the first time I'm sure anyone's even delved into this history that we've unearthed. The Golden <laughs> Girls, you say? <laughs> so, if it's right. pre-internet, it's lost to the ages uh, of time. Yeah, exactly. It <laughs> did, if it happened before, what, 2000? Probably doesn't matter anyway, right? Yeah. (laughs) Once we made it to that, once we made it past the Mayan calendar, then I think, (laughs) or what was that, 2006? When was that world supposed to end? 2012. 2012. 2012. Okay. Well, then again, 2012. Then if it happened before 2012, it doesn't matter. (laughs) I'm going even further. It's like it didn't happen. (laughs) Exactly. I figure things just reset, even though they did. A pretty good chunk of our lives. Yeah. I don't think those first 34 years were that important for me anyway. (laughs) Just treading water. Yeah, exactly. Just. Until I get at the high point here. <laughs> Obviously, uh, if this Ooh, is the high point. Yeah. <laughs> now life's begun. Dodged a mind bullet that time. <laughs> right. But it really did rock my world. I mean, I spent 34 years worshiping those people and <laughs> then come to find out <laughs> that perhaps they were incorrect. Oh, yeah. well. I was really up about the uh, Y2K. I mean, I prepared that. Even though they didn't know about the threat until closer till. I kind of had the the feeling. Well, you, know? you just came out of your bunker like two months ago, <laughs> <laughs> assuming the world was going to be in tatters and maybe yeah, it started I to rebuild. It was over. I mean, if not in 2000, 2012, for sure. Just, <laughs> just from his bunker with a with a half read Reader's Digest. <laughs> <laughs> half read? Well, you were conserving it. <laughs> I mean, maybe a slow reader and also <laughs> conserving it, but <laughs> I mean, that was only eight or 19 years ago. <laughs> All right. So anyways, now that we've established <laughs> that no one could have possibly researched these prior. Um, Original air date, October 5th, 1985. Uh, we kind of open uh, to the scene where Rose is placing flowers on the uh, table and Blanche kind of comes in. She's very anxious saying everything is a mess and she will be here very or any minute uh we didn't find out that uh, blanche's sister uh is coming to visit and that she is not very good friends with her sister do you think this all could have been avoided if they wouldn't have fired coco well yeah i mean she was cleaning like a son of a bitch <laughs> i mean i can't imagine any guest that would come to my house uh-huh. i mean the pope could come to my house and i would not clean that thoroughly exactly. and uh and yeah you would think if she was that concerned about any guest that would mm-hmm. be coming that they definitely would have kept Coco on mm-hmm. to you know hold down the fort exactly <laughs> the place was so filthy Nancy, Nancy Reagan's assistant <laughs> wouldn't even go <laughs> right <laughs> we all know what a filthy whore she was exactly <laughs> well and she mentions that she hates her sister and Rose this really bothers Rose mm-hmm. so I mean this is a theme that kind of goes on throughout the uh, episode uh, while they're cleaning uh, the house Dorothy enters with uh, a baby uh, we find out the baby's name is Danny, and it, uh, it's Lucy and Ted's baby. Do we know anything about Lucy and Ted? Lucy and Ted were never mentioned previously, nor are they ever mentioned again. Oh, okay. So they, <laughs> I mean, we can get Important into it as we then. go through the episode, but. Um, does Danny ever return? <laughs> Danny does not. Um, and really, I think that the only reason Danny was allowed in this episode 
two reasons. You know, now that the fancy man was there, mm-hmm. they were like, okay, it's safe to send our child there. <laughs> you know? um, but I think the main reason that Danny is in this episode is so it wouldn't be an entirely female episode because oh. he is the only male in this one. <laughs> so I'm assuming he's going to win your MVP. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bros before hoes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand Danny at all in the, the plot episode. Device, pure pl- oh, I mean, like, it didn't even hey, seem like that. It was really mediocre comic relief. But uh, we got stuff for Blanche. What exactly. are we going to do with the rest of the girls? I, pre- yeah, exactly. It's like, so how can we keep them sequestered in the bedroom? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, a baby. That's what old women exactly. like. <laughs> but, like, why couldn't they have just been, like, preoccupied with, like, a jigsaw puzzle in the kitchen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baby's yeah. louder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Yeah. All right. So, so, yeah. So, we've met Danny, star of the show. <laughs> star of the show. Uh, but, yeah. So, uh, she's got this uh, baby. And it turns out uh, this mystery man, Ted, had a water skiing accident, and uh, Lucy was taking him to the hospital. Blanche is worried, of course, that the uh, baby's going to make a lot of a mess in the house, and, you know, they've just been spending all this time cleaning. Uh, Rose persists then later, saying, why do you hate your sister so much? Blanche explains that uh, when they were younger, her sister, after she was born, kind of overshadowed her and her other sister and stole the spotlight from uh, the parent, or stole the attention from, from her and her sister to the parents. So obviously, the the episode centers around the young sister, Sher- um, Virginia. Virginia. Yes. Virginia, and they they mention her sister uh, Charmaine. Yes. And there, do we know? Does Blanche have any other uh, siblings that ever no, get? It's just the three of them. Okay, okay I, did, I wasn't sure if there was you know a brother or anything else uh, floating around that just didn't happen to be mentioned. So. No. The um, so the sister uh, Virginia. Who was it? Shree North? Is mm-hmm. that who played her? Yep, that's correct. So apparently like she started off like she was going to be like the new Marilyn Monroe ah. back in the day. I guess it, it didn't work out. It did not. <laughs> there was a risque video of her uh, dancing in a bikini. Ah, I don't think it's too late, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she died about 15 years ago, so yeah. it may be too late. But yeah. um, Well, I mean, that, that portion of her career, I think oh, okay. that would be, I'm on the Golden Girls now. This is my launching off point again. I mean, I'll say this. She's not an actress who had major successes, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at least not long running. But damn, was she in a lot of things. Like I looked at her IMDb page yeah. and it seemed like she had one or two episodes really? in mm-hmm. about 100 different uh, shows over the course of her career. That's so how you keep busy. That's yeah, I mean, she that, definitely continued getting that, work, even though it was, you yeah. know, check Get to that check. money, Alan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you watch our bikini dance video? I, I did not. I'm sure it would have been too titillating for me to handle. So. It, it, like, it was okay. <laughs> like, it's the kind of thing that I can understand why it was scandalous back in the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you were to, like, upload it to, like, you porn, I would be very surprised if the at the end of the week you had more than, like, 80 million views. <laughs> well, that, that'd make it, like, the least viewed video on you porn. Exactly. <laughs> so. All right, so we... Uh, where are we at? So oh, she's about talking about her the, sister, the, about okay. how she hates her sister, and then she gives some uh, spe- uh, specific uh, instances, like uh, when she was young, she would bite her own arm, and then go tattle on her parents, saying that you know Blanche did it, and then in one instance, uh, she broke the star off the Christmas tree, even told Blanche to uh, put her finger in the socket or uh, touch the, the star, I think, and then plugged it in and electrocuted her, and then, of course, even then, blamed Blanche for breaking the star. And trying to electrocute Virginia. And then I guess uh, her parents, her dad said that uh, baby Jesus is mad at her for ruining his birthday. <laughs> yeah, I thought I that, liked was that a line. Fun line yeah. uh, then we cut, and then uh, Blanche's sister Virginia is there, and she comes in uh, and she's complimenting the lovely lunch with lovely friends in the lovely house. Yeah. Blanche, of course, assumes this is sarcastic because they have not gotten along for so long. And she doesn't think very much of her friends. No, so. apparently not. Yeah, you know, I know my friends are trash. And you're just uh, exactly. exaggerating or, or using this false uh, false language. to. I think she does say, though, that she brings back uh, the, the quote that Nancy Reagan's decorator did the house or something, mm-hmm. which she had mentioned before. We didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't have that in my notes. But yeah, um, Blanche then, you know, oh, sorry, uh, they start kind of bickering back and forth uh, just because you know, they're sisters and that's kind of what they do. Uh, trading some l- very thinly veiled insults <laughs> about saggy skin and such. Yeah, it, that was. Uh, I mean, their their Barbie ride, say even harsher than the mm-hmm. ones between uh, Dorothy and and Stanley in the prior episode. It was a, yeah. uh, it was uh, some pretty pretty harsh, <laughs> uh, underhanded uh, 
underhanded phrasing that was used during that. This is definitely the strongest of the four episodes that we've seen so far. Definitely my favorite. We can talk about that more later. But, you know, Blanche was pretty much a bitch the entire episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was nothing redeemable about her. And I kind of wish that they'd have kept that version of Blanche for the entire 180 episodes. <laughs> Like not every joke landed, but yeah, you know, she didn't. She didn't hold it, pull any punches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she definitely. Um, she was uh, almost every single line that the two of them shared <laughs> was yeah. uh, just another cut. Uh, yeah, even in the it gets a little more tender later on, but still, it's pretty raw. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, they're bickering back and forth, and Virginia says, "You know, we need to call call a truce. We've been this way for years," and so they kind of. Uh, Kind of agree that they'll uh, kind of be nice to each other, which, as we just discussed, is not exactly how it turns out. Right. And then uh, Rose, Dorothy, and the baby are hidden in the bedroom. The baby is crying, and they discuss uh, different ways to uh, kind of calm it down, involving Brandy. <laughs> uh, Rose says something about, oh, it's colic. You know, when, when my baby was young, we gave her col- or, uh, Brandy in the bottle. And uh, I think Sophia even says something about, put Brandy in my bottle and it made me mm-hmm. happy. <laughs> now, do we meet Rose's children during this, the show? I believe we do at some point. Okay. Um, well, because I just was wondering, like, if they would have uh, fetal alcohol syndrome or anything <laughs> of that nature based on the uh, apparent uh, well, maybe wisdom of St. Olaf. Is that only in utero? I, I imagine so. Yeah. But, I mean, they could still be jacked up if you gave a baby a bunch <laughs> of uh, It may not be fetal alcohol syndrome. It would yeah. just be a different... Uh, yeah variation well i think uh dorothy points out that you're supposed to rub brandy on the gums during teething versus you know in the bottle just because they're (laughs) fussy yeah so do you think that's why saint olaf is the way it is i mean it could be yeah there could just be rampant alcoholism and we just haven't heard much about it maybe why uh you know why her husband was such a fun-loving guy and different than any man she'd ever met maybe he was sober and that's what made him just seem so so you know, cogent. That's why he's so different, right? Right, exactly. Uh, then uh, while they're still in the bedroom, Rose is uh, opening like, uh, the baby supplies. She's marveling at the modern conveniences of child rearing. I think uh, wipes in a uh, container, you like, pull them out and such. Uh, Blanche enters and says, well, she's gone, uh, implying to her, her sister left. And they say, you know, go ahead. Are we done talking about the diaper bag? Yes. Okay. Did you want to add more? I did. Just um, Go for it. The bit about... Uh, uh, Phil, uh, Sophia's son, mm-hmm. and how you know he breastfed until he was twelve. Right. Yes. Um, that was. I thought that was the funniest joke in the entire episode. <laughs> I got a big. Kick Phil was brought up again later. Yeah, he is. He is. It has he been mentioned in the previous episodes? Huh. Maybe just. I once? feel like there was maybe once when uh, mm-hmm. when his name was mentioned, but it yeah. was sparingly at the very yeah. least. We're finally starting to develop him as a <laughs> <laughs> an unknown like name in the background, <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, one, one of my favorite lines of the episode is also during that when she talks about how in Sicily they just yeah. had a leaf in the river <laughs> to clean. <laughs> uh, clean oh, yeah, the to parallel the uh, convenience of the uh, the wipes. Right. Yeah. I was thought it, it impressed me, too, that, I don't know if impressed, maybe, uh, maybe the opposite, actually, but that 25 years later, the wipe technology has not gotten any better. It's right? still, <laughs> you know, we're still at the exact same place when it comes to wipes as yeah. we were, you know, 25 years ago. Yeah. Well, 24. Perhaps they were on the cutting edge, though, <laughs> on that show. <laughs> the cutting like, edge of wipe technology. Exactly. Like 34 years ago. Thirty. Oh, yeah, see? <laughs> so it's even longer since... Exactly. Uh, sorry, go ahead, though. So, since so we're, then, babies have had babies. And <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, hell, that ugly ginger baby is probably a grandpa by now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. We didn't talk about... Uh, little Danny is yeah. kind of a, a, a fugly baby. Yeah, it really. And, and it's funny, too, because it's so obvious uh-huh. that Dorothy is not holding a baby. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right. They show his face. But then, I don't know, there's... It I looks feel like, like she's they, holding a loaf of bread. Yeah, it definitely... Like, it looks like she's holding a baby doll, perhaps. But, yeah, there's uh, no point when it appears there's any life <laughs> the baby that she has in her arms. Uh, uh, except for when they show the baby's face. Right, right? yeah, the baby's shots, face, but, yeah. yeah. Which could have been stock footage for all we know, because I don't <laughs> think the baby's face ever appeared with another person's face during the. Uh, Dude, I thought it shows like over their shoulder or something. Like I, possibly, um, but it was again all the time. You, they really showed her holding it. Right. Yeah. It definitely wasn't it. The and third not. person view is never shows the uh, baby. No. But uh, anyway, they all talk about how nice uh, Virginia was and how you know polite she was and stuff. And you know, well, yeah, I agree. Says uh, Blanche. She must be up to something. She must want something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we cut, and uh, 
Blanche and Virginia at dinner later that night. And, of course, they're lightly bickering again. And Blanche just kind of blatantly comes out and says, so what do you want? You mm. know? And, you know, Virginia's kind of taken aback saying, well, why is it always got to be that way? But it turns out <laughs> uh, there is a reason. Real quick before we get into the reason. And this is the part where Blanche finds out that um, her husband, um, Virginia's husband, cheated Tom, on her. Tom, yes. Yeah, Tom cheated she's, on her. Yeah, yeah, she's like, you know, you always steal everything from me, yeah. everything I ever loved. Yeah. And one of the reasons that Blanche is so, you know, has such a, a chip on her shoulder for mm-hmm. all these years is because she feels that, uh, you know, Virginia stole Tom, yeah. her prospective husband, who yeah. they weren't even together that long, right? Yeah, yeah, they went on two dates she or says whatever. She's, she says she's, she's fast. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it just sort of denigrates her entire marriage to George. <laughs> right, yeah, you know? that Tom should have been the one. Exactly. Um, or that she spent all these years pining for Tom and hating Virginia because exactly. of it. But then, like, you know, she finds out, like, he cheated on Virginia. She's like, it served you right. <laughs> I mean, that's just a horrible thing to say to somebody who's gone through right. you know, that sort of, you know, adulterous drama. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even without knowing the um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, what she's going through currently, exactly. it's still a horrible thing to say. Exactly. I love you too, sister. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, yeah, so as we as you said, you know, she talks about you know, her stealing Tom, and then she turns around and was the maid of honor in the wedding even. Mm-hmm. And then uh, talks about how he was unfaithful, and Virginia tells, you know, why she's there is that she is dying. Mm-hmm. Blanche is visibly distressed by this. She's upset. But even then, she uh, kind of veils it with an insult, mm-hmm. saying, well, that's why you must be lo- – that must be why you're looking so much older than me. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, like you said, Blanche is really a yeah. pretty heinous bitch to her sister she the entire episode. Any slack <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. And we cut back again to uh, in the living room. Sophia is loudly eating Fritos while Dorothy is trying to uh, read a book. Uh, Dorothy asks her to be quiet, and she's like, "These are Fritos. You want me to swallow them whole?" <laughs> then Blanche enters, uh, shortly followed by Rose, who had been taking the baby out for a drive to mm-hmm. calm down. Now, I will say, I think it's fair that Sophia's like, yeah, I, I have to chew these. But at the same time, she was chewing with her mouth wide open yeah, yeah. throughout <laughs> the entire time. I don't yeah. think, uh, I think there was definitely ways she could have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, she wasn't doing anything else. Like, she was just sitting there eating Fritos. Like, could she have done that at a kitchen table? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I say Dorothy could have moved. Yeah, that's Go fair, to your too. Dumb bedroom. I mean, she is the older, the younger in the show of the two. <laughs> but as far as their two ac- primary activities, I think reading is more appropriate to do on the couch than eating Fritos. Well, that's true, too. Probably a good point, but uh, I'm going to stick with uh, Sophia on this one. <laughs> it's, it's Sophia's choice to sit there. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> a good title for a podcast. Or an <laughs> adequate one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'd be sufficient, yeah. It's the poor man's justice for Coco. <laughs> but the rich man's Donde has Coco. <laughs> Double O, I got to say Coco. Anyway, like I said, Rose you know, brings in the baby, and then she puts the baby in the other room to lay, her, lay him down for sleep. Or he is sleeping, but she's putting him in the bedroom. Blanche is stammering and kind of uh, going on about it. I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. And the girls ask her, you know, what, what happened, you know? And then she tells them, you know, that she had her dinner with Virginia and that she's dying and asks for her to donate a kidney because she's uh, suffering from renal failure. I, I can still hear that, just so you know. The real... Even though your hands aren't pins, <laughs> I can still hear it when you're fucking with the mic, which means that so can anybody unfortunate enough to be listening. <laughs> you say unfortunate enough to... <laughs> well, you know, I guess it's in the eye of the beholder or the ear of the beholder. Yeah. Um, Perhaps. They'll be fortunate to hear this. Well, they'll be fortunate to hear everything other than you tapping incessantly on your mic. They're getting their money's worth. <laughs> so they can deal with it. He's, he's giving the bass line in the back. Right. It's, like the, it's like the heartbeat of the entire series. Yeah, well, because this is already, it's so you know produced and polished already, we need something to make it look amateurish. <laughs> Regular listeners? Patreon listeners. <laughs> <laughs> is 
so, so you think that if this becomes successful enough to bother with the Patreon, that we should just add that into the background of all of our non-Patreon episodes? <laughs> just a constant rubbing on the microphone. Exactly. It's just, just an audible watermark. <laughs> if you'd like to hear this in crystal clear sound, you can donate $5 a month into the Patreon. <laughs> For ten dollars a month, we'll have good content. <laughs> <laughs> what would we talk about then? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a show that's less than forty years old, <laughs> or thirty-five uh, years old. So Golden Palace, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what the folks have been clamoring for, <laughs> or what I'm sure they are clamoring yeah. for. So. Well, I mean, they've gotten four episodes in now. They're like, well, let's get on to the good parts. <laughs> right. Let's hurry up and knock these 176 more out so we can get into Golden Pass. <laughs> um, so, sorry. Go ahead with. Uh... <laughs> so, yeah, as I said, she uh, was talking about how she asked her to donate a kidney because she's suffered from renal failures or failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girls, you know. All of her renals are failing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many that would be. Yeah. Both? I mean, yeah, I I don't know how many renals you have. I assume it's one. Renals. Is it a renal system, isn't it? I'm not sure. I was just thinking about Branch, Branch doing I mean, renal. You're, <laughs> you're over there looking smart. I thought you I thought you were chiming in there. Just uh, my resting face. Yeah. <laughs> those, those glasses, they fool us every time. Exactly. <laughs> you got the demeanor of a young Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> and the, the predilections. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's why he likes Coco so much. <laughs> right. <laughs> that tip to Rip Taylor who recently passed. Yeah, yeah, that was. Oh, a, did he die? I didn't hear about that. Well, and, and a little more relevant to to this show, you know, Maud's uh, husband um, also died very recently within the last couple of days. As of really, yeah. What was his name? I can't. Uh, I mean, I know Arthur was his name on the show, yeah. but now his name's escaped me. His, yeah. his real life name. Yeah. But yeah, he he died. Uh, you know, we're taping this in uh, or October of 2019, and it was within this month that hmm. he passed away. So sometime within the last week or two. Hmm. Poor so, guy. Yeah. Rest in peace. Oh, he had a pretty good long run. So yeah, I suppose so. Hmm. Yeah, well, our moment of silence for Arthur is gone. <laughs> it's done now. <laughs> so. Bums me out. So the girls ask you know, what she's gonna do, and it's a big decision, Danny's obviously. Still around. <laughs> Say what? He said he died and Danny is still around. <laughs> we don't know that. I don't even know what the credit is for Danny. Oh, it's uh, Danny Masterson. Oh, that was Danny Masterson. <laughs> Baby Danny Masterson grew up just, you know, <laughs> to become a fine upstanding citizen from everything that I've heard. Exactly. That fugly ginger. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am a fan of his sister, so I don't want to go too hard on the guy. <laughs> Who's his sister? Uh, Alana Masterson. She's in Walking Dead. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, she, she, she's really solid, but... Um, she doesn't have any any inappropriate allegations out there about her, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> she gets her theta count up. She will. <laughs> Just wait. Right? Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, so they ask her, you know, what she's going to do, and uh, kind of they discuss the ramifications of both choices for a little bit. Uh, Blanche, obviously flustered, still uh, exits. She was going to cook herself or make herself some dinner, and then she said she couldn't even eat. But didn't they, like she get everything out of the fridge? Yeah, and just she got like there? nine <laughs> things onto the table, and I Rose, mean, Rose even goes on to say, "Didn't you just eat?" And she's like, "I couldn't eat." Yeah, well, I don't think I have nine things ready to eat in my refrigerator right now, and I have three kids, so I don't think I can't imagine having. You Alan, know, are you golden? I, I'm not golden. Are not, you a girl? No, I'm not a then girl. That's why. But I do have girls that live in the house. None of them are golden. <laughs> I'll just say that they're. Um, Silver and bronze at this point. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're working their way towards gold. But uh, yeah. So anyway. I'm not going to get down that path. I don't want to know who's who. Well, I'm just talking about like if you're younger to older. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So. Like, do you think Blanche just thinks Coco's going to clean that up? or? Uh, well, I think she just doesn't <laughs> give a shit. She's like, I'm paying. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm the name on the lease here, so you ladies That's can true. put this back into the fridge. That's true. Maybe so. she just knew they were hungry. Yeah, yeah it could be. I mean, they all seem like they were up to eat, so... Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe they just, you know, <laughs> Blanche and her, Dorothy and Rose killed Coco, and they're just cashing his paycheck. <laughs> Tell him, Blanche, you just missed him. He ran to the store. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure that at this point after, to tomorrow. well, after her Herculean cleaning effort that she had to put in, I'm sure Coco would be out of a job now That's anyway. True. So maybe this is what they were waiting for, yeah. <laughs> their opportunity. Yeah. 
So. And so uh, we talk about the ramifications of both choices. Uh, Blanche exits after leaving all that food on the table, and the girls, after she leaves, say, you know, what they would do in the same situation. Uh, mostly they talk about what they would do for their kids. You know, they said, yeah, I'd give, you know, both kidneys, I'd give my heart for my kids. And then Sophia brings up Phil again, mm-hmm. said, I'd do anything for all my kids except Phil, and goes on to talk about how, you know, he only sends a, a cheese nativity set <laughs> at Christmas, mm-hmm. and how she's Catholic and she can't spread a wise man over a. Rich Cracker. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I feel like, you know, even as a Catholic, I could definitely spread a wise man <laughs> over a Ritz Cracker. Now, I kind of want a Chitty Cheese set now. Or yeah, I mean, set. it sounds delicious and holy. Um, Indeed. But I, I, I would have a little more trouble spreading Jesus himself over the cracker. Um, <laughs> but if it was a communion wafer? Would I would I spread them over it or dip the wafer into it? <laughs> Let's talk spread first. Spread. Um I mean, I guess there would be some symbolism there of, uh, you know, putting the fake Jesus onto the transmogrified, transmogrification, isn't that what it's called? Mm-hmm. So. You're a better right. Catholic than I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, uh, the the changed host into, you know. The... Give me a minute. I'll think about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you'll think about it if I give you a minute? You didn't say <laughs> you'll give me an re- answer. <laughs> just if I give you a minute, you'll think I'm about try it. try to remember. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I thought that that was probably my favorite line of the episode yeah. about, you know, she's Catholic and can't uh, Jeez, spread a wise man. She's Catholic. I think that was my third favorite. Third favorite of the episode. I mean, it was a solid. There was a lot of good lines yeah, in this particular really episode. This is the first one that's approached like a classic level for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would say that's fair. Uh, Rose goes on to say she didn't even give, you know, her kitties, I suppose, to her dog. And, uh, you know, because of all that he gave back to her, is like his loyalty and his love. They kind of half chastise her for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it kind of ends the scene at that point. All right. Now, you know, I'm really close with my sister, so I would certainly give her a kidney if she needed one. Mm-hmm. Ski would give his kidney to a stranger on the street who <laughs> expressed absolutely uh you know, in no uncertain terms that he would do nothing to maintain his new kidney, but that he needed one because that's the kind of person Ski is. Now, now you and your sister, Brent, mm-hmm. are uh, not as close. I mean, I don't think that you two are adversarial, mm-hmm. but I don't yeah. think you two are particularly close yeah. either. Would you give up a kidney for your sister? Um, before I answer, I'd like to back up just a bit. Okay. Um, so how come Will Blanche's... she ever listen to this episode? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, how come Big Daddy, Blanche's father, isn't a candidate uh, donated kidney. Is he still alive at this point? Yeah, because um, he makes an appearance in a later episode. Oh, okay. And he's never once mentioned. Uh, you never know. Maybe he's you know older and in poorer health, or perhaps uh, given a kidney, mm-hmm. or, or maybe it's just that they wouldn't be an exact match. I'm not sure how the DNA works with that. I don't know if a sibling yeah. would be more likely like to be a match. The way the girls were talking was like, "Oh, I'd give definitely give my kids theirs." You know? Yeah, yeah. And Dorothy just, definitely didn't offer to give Ma one. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, that's true. Um, um, but no, as far as giving a kidney to my sister, yes, yes, I would. Okay. Um, I think that's the right thing to do. Um, irregardless of everything else, I think just to avoid watching your parents suffer through the loss of a child, mm-hmm. you just sort of, you have to. Yeah, that, that's a fair, a fair point. Now, what if it was, you know, one of your uh, ex-wives who, uh-huh. you know, you have to share a child with, uh-huh. would you would you give up a kidney for one of them? I think for the same reasons as okay. before, yes. Oh, that's good. I guess that makes you a pretty decent father. Okay. So, um, at least that one aspect. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be instant uh, win for, like, custody, though, right? Probably. Although, you know, Brent proved to me the other day how much better of a father he is than I am. We were talking about, he went to a children's museum recently in Orlando, I think it was, and we were comparing it to the one here locally, and he said that he'd been to 18 or 19 children's museums, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's like, I've been to one, maybe two children's museums, <laughs> so apparently I'm a much more derelict father <laughs> than Brent is. <laughs> so, but, um, um, just two comments for that. Number one. I guess if it was an ex-wife, I could always just lie and say I have like one of those conjoined kidneys. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that actually parlays quite well into this next part. Exactly. Then the kids would be like, oh, he tried. <laughs> yeah, he gave it his best. <laughs> exactly. But you'd still have to watch him suffer. So you're, you, even though you wouldn't have the guilt, you'd still be <laughs> the, the whole reason you were going to give it to her That's in the first true. place. <laughs> that is true. So, yeah, and then as far as the Children's Museum go, um, because of our membership to the Indiana State Museum, we've got reciprocal membership. So, like, there's 
hundreds and hundreds of museums across the nation that we can get into free of charge. I mean, I've probably taken my kids to a dozen museums or so, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the yeah. different travels and whatnot that we've done. And, yeah. um, and, you know, my kids have been to bigger museums than your kids have. So, uh, so I, I think that evens <laughs> out a little bit. Fight! <laughs> and yet your kids are still not golden like mine. No, no, apparently not. Oh, see, so you're, you're, well, that's because they have that Benjamin Button disease. It's not my fault that your kids are golden and mine still have a ways to go. <laughs> Eventually, they're going to regress back to silver and bronze. <laughs> so... Anyways, so okay, so <laughs> at this point, where are we on the episode? Uh, we actually just cut scenes. Um, uh, <laughs> say what? End of Act One. <laughs> it was um, odd. Keep like I kept thinking, like, okay, that's the act break for the commercial, but no, like it kept going, mm-hmm. and like it was a lot later than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it, it just kept going to prove the complete uselessness of the Danny part of the story. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Because, I mean, they really filled up the story pretty well, mm-hmm. you know, and broke it into the different mm-hmm. portions. I mean, I can't imagine the five minutes or less of screen time yeah. that they were in the same house together, but not mm-hmm. in the room necessitated yeah. having well, a random it, baby. It wasn't like the girls were totally uninvolved yeah. in like, the uh, issues with Virginia. It's like, like yeah. oh, yeah, well, we got this baby, so you take care <laughs> of your own crap. Right. Like, yeah, like they could have had... You know, Ma could have spent the entire episode eating Fritos while Dorothy read her book. (laughs) And then they could take a break to talk to Blanche when she was in the room and then go back about their lives. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So you're going to give your kidney or what? Okay. Well, good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Got these Fritos to take care of. So so they have they've had the discussion now about the kidneys. Yeah. What they would do and whatnot. And then we uh, actually jump back. Blanche and Virginia. Are in the living room talking. They kind of discuss the ailments of their own sister, uh, of their other sister, Charmaine, mm-hmm. because she asks, you know, hey, well, did you ask Charmaine about this as well? And we find out that uh, one of Charmaine's many ailments, <laughs> or, or you know, mutations, I guess you could call them, is that uh, <laughs> she has joined kidneys, in which if you took one, it'd be like taking the, both of them together because they're you know con- conjoined somehow. Uh, do you guys remember the other ones they talked about? It's like she could her spastic colon was yeah, the one. Her yeah. hump back. Um, not, <laughs> back. Uh, now they did talk about quite a few that that prevented her from being able to be more helpful around the, the house. World, the yeah, and, and, and as she like grew up, even right. Uh-huh. Yeah, but she would have been the older of the three, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm, that was yeah. the impression I got I was so. that Charmaine was the older. Now I believe that actually, um, not that age matters at all. Like mm-hmm. true age matters on this show, obviously. But uh, Cherie North was older than yeah yeah uh, she was like two years older yeah than rue mcclanahan was at the time of this taping so yeah but she definitely looked younger yeah yeah i would say so but i mean i think that they always made the girls up to look at the top end of what their age would be Mm. you know well obviously ma they made up to look old legitimately but uh but i don't think they ever tried to make the other three look youthful they tried to style them i think in an older way yeah yeah so yeah with Cherie, with uh, Virginia, they definitely <laughs> did make her look a bit younger. Yeah. So. And then while they're talking, uh, Sophia's actually kind of coming in and out of the room. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I think she even says, I'd give you my kidney, but mm-hmm. you probably w- want one that you can control. <laughs> <laughs> in that same scene, like right before she leaves, um, Sophia has a great line. It's like, you giving her your kidney and Cherie, Virginia. Is like, oh, you know, it's a big decision. And Sophia says something like, what decision? She's family. If you can't count on family, who can you count on? Mm. Uh, <laughs> in, like, the studio audience, like, somebody, like, starts uh, like to One clap. dude. Like, one dude's <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, we're not clapping for that? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> well, doesn't Blanche even go turn like she said, she's Italian. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, one guy was like, yeah, family. Exactly. <laughs> well, he must be also Italian. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> I like the cut of that man's jib. <laughs> yeah, I definitely noticed the one dude in the audience. Uh, that's probably one of the saddest things about not having so many um, you know, studio audience shows any longer. Yeah. <laughs> that you don't have the rando guy that's really uh-huh. you know on board yeah. <laughs> with the particular line or jokes. Exactly. So. Just, <laughs> it's just like a half step away from, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd like to think that it wasn't one that they were supposed to clap on because I, I think you know they had the applause yeah. signs oh, and whatnot. Sure so, yeah. And I, I'd, I'd hope that you know he got shot like a real dirty glance <laughs> from the director or whatever. Like what the hell? Shut up, dude. <laughs> not That's now. not an applause break. <laughs> we're waiting for her line about being Sicilian. That's what. Exactly. Uh, that's where the laughs at. We Save did not the, tell you to laugh. <laughs> Save it for the joke about the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so Sophia storms out of the room, or not storms out, but just yeah. leaves the room, and the two of them have their what touching moment there. Yeah. So Virginia kind of turns to her and says, "You know, either way, whatever you decide, you know, I just want you to know that I love you, and uh, you can tell it's it's fairly sincere." And then they kind of hug goodbye, and Virginia exits. Then we cut to a different scene. Rose hangs up the phone. They're in the kitchen. Uh, she was just talking to the doctor. Says something along the lines of, uh, "It's the first time the doctor had a call." Because a baby wouldn't sleep during the day or was sleeping during the day, I think. Correct. Now, I would think that a doctor would get a call if you thought your baby was abnormally sleeping throughout <laughs> the day. Yeah. Um, I would get it if you, you know, I mean, that seems like a good reason to call a doctor. Like, hey, my baby's been asleep for like 13 mm-hmm. hours during the day. Um, <laughs> so, and, and also, like, so you just call a rando doctor is like i got a baby here <laughs> right yeah you would assume i mean since we've never even met the, okay, the couple yeah. <laughs> the, exactly like the doctor would be like well if a primary caregiver called i'd be like that's a stupid question but you ma'am well <laughs> like, i'd like to think that maybe they he does called call the, her an idiot too she says yeah i'd like to think she called the son-in-law and he's like i'm a fucking podiatrist why uh, <laughs> would i know about this baby exactly. if that baby gets bunions call me <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm a whiz with the gout but i can't help you with uh, you know this baby who sleeps too late during the day <laughs> <laughs> this baby's whole face is a bunion. <laughs> Maybe childcare was his fallback. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Says, my true love, though, is the foot. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm, I'm aiming for that. If, if that fails. If that doesn't work, I'll go into the the pediatrics. We only have to change some letters, get to keep that first P. Yeah, and, it uh, is a similar word. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Second. <laughs> My specialty is going to be based upon the order in which the baby is born. <laughs> so. All right, so we're... Uh, which makes no sense because I don't think they come out feet first. Yeah. <laughs> not on purpose. <laughs> That's not the preferred. Yeah, I'll be honest. I wasn't quite sure where the joke was from, <laughs> but I just tried to go along with it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> so basically, so then if I'm dissecting that now in retrospect, you're saying that if the baby comes out feet first, then he'll be a podiatrist. <laughs> so if it's breached, then he's going to be a podiatrist. Exactly. But if it's a natural birth, then he's going to be a pediatrician. Be a psychologist. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, the other P. <laughs> and if it's a dinosaur, then he'll be a paleontologist. Exactly. <laughs> All the options. He has lots of options ahead of him that would All really rely Dr. on that baby's Pats. birth. It would come out as an edible fish. He'd have been a pescatarian. <laughs> <laughs> now, would he have been that <laughs> as a profession <laughs> or just that he was looking for somewhere to focus? <laughs> he was a really unfocused youth, but he put a lot of a lot of stock in baby birth. Yeah. Seems like he maybe picked the wrong <laughs> choice. Yeah. He put so also, much. a lot of stock in the letter P. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a Presbyterian for you. Yeah, <laughs> those presbos. Exactly. <laughs> Precisely. Well, we later find, I mean, right in that same scene, we find out that, you know, the, the baby's sleeping during the day because everyone's keeping him up at night. Right. All four girls keep going in there and bugging him. Then we kind of segue into uh, Blanche saying, you know, she's going to go ahead and donate the her kidney to her sister, and uh, she wants to have a chance to look, get to know Virginia as a, a friend, something they didn't have as their kids. Uh, then she kind of halfway badmouth Charlemagne or Charmaine, or Charmaine, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think she was. Charlemagne. I don't think she was upset about Charlemagne. <laughs> but, um, I assumed it was about Charmin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like Charmin. They, those bears don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Squeezably soft my ass. <laughs> and says you can't count on her. You know she goes off to. Talk about how, you know, she was always making their lives miserable as kids. Right. Very, very reminiscent to how she, you know, previously mm-hmm. uh, described Virginia. Yeah, Blanche definitely uh, sounds like she had a miserable uh, relationship with both of her <laughs> siblings growing up, at least. Yeah. So. 
Uh, and the girls were kind of saying goodbye to the baby. You know, uh, we, we segue again. <laughs> Ted uh, Lucy couldn't even bother to come inside to pick up the child. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, just drop yeah. her off at the curb. We'll swing by and get her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, Dorothy's holding the baby, and they're all kind of saying their coochie-coos and goodbyes to little Danny there. And she said, I'll be right back. So she takes the baby out the door. But yeah, I didn't think it was weird. My wife was watching it with me. She's like, so... You know, did she take him home? I was like, no, I think there was someone waiting for the baby. She was just taking <laughs> Threw it in the back of an Uber. Well, I mean, right. as far as we know, they never mentioned their relationship to these people, mm-hmm. where she knows them from. Yeah. Just these two folks that she met. Exactly. And considering they told them that they could watch him again in a month when they go on vacation, mm-hmm. I think Danny's dead, honestly. I mean, I think the character <laughs> of Danny is definitely yeah. dead at this point from his negligent parents. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they probably just left him at home and forgot to find a rando <laughs> to watch him for the month. Exactly. <laughs> so. The water skiing accident was probably you know the the result of you know just going into the lake and well, such that's and exactly what i was thinking though it's like so is dorothy just down at the wharf <laughs> <laughs> Saw this it was just like an emergency thing. situation exactly. yeah she, she just the brought baby the baby in <laughs> <laughs> It's like you know, you know Ted and uh, Ted and Lucy from the wharf. Exactly, <laughs> Ted is twelve. Leg. Yeah, I'd like to say that baby Danny was in the in the the water, just kind of floating on a, a raft of some kind. All right, exactly. Dorothy comes water skiing by with her perfect form <laughs> and scoops him up and Poor takes. Poor Ted off. gets an injury and he right. has to go. Mm-hmm. Lucy's got to take him. Yeah, you know, she's his wife, so. Someone's got to take care of the baby. <laughs> right. Maybe this old woman we just met. <laughs> Kindly face of an angel like that. You, just <laughs> <laughs> you can tell she's tender. Exactly. <laughs> I was saying, you know. do you think they call her Ursula down by the wharf? <laughs> <laughs> well, not in 1985 they didn't. Touche. <laughs> so. As long as she keeps those pistachio claws hidden. It's <laughs> right. Old sea hag, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Or just... Maybe just, you know, just Dorothy. No, nah, she's a handsome woman. I wouldn't call her a hag. <laughs> but uh, but I would. I also wouldn't call her the person you'd look at and be like, oh, there looks like a kind, gentle soul. <laughs> yeah. Well, but if you hear yes. her talk, then you think that, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think, like, Dorothy becomes more or less attractive when you throw the surname Zbornak <laughs> on there? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would definitely have to go with less. I mean, Petrillo has kind of a nice yeah. roll off the tongue, uh-huh. but Spornak <laughs> has a hard edge to it yeah. that uh, does not uh, does not lend itself to a softening of uh, of our doesn't roll impression. off the tongue so well, right? Uh, anyway, so you know they give Danny back to whoever right. at some point. Uh-huh. Uh, and Rose uh, put him in the back of a sixty-four dollar cab, sent him to the airport. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> say, hey, you know, this baby's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Well, so the parents said they'll pick out. him up there, <laughs> so you're in charge now. Exactly. <laughs> Passing the baton. I'd like to say Coco was the one who drove him back to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's becoming a cabbie now. Yeah. This is new for. That's why he's not there. Yeah, because he's driving all the time. He's married to the road now. <laughs> <laughs> You think it's a fancy car? <laughs> uh, probably a fancy car for a fancy man. Okay. So, so anyway, when Dorothy leaves, uh, Sophia and Rose are in the uh, living room. They're talking about how they don't like the hospital, uh, and that uh, I assume it has to have to do with the fact that you know Ted was at the hospital, or no, no, because Blanche is at the hospital. Sorry, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I've shifted my entire my entire focus is <laughs> yeah. Danny is definitely the star of the episode for you. <laughs> like I assume, I assume that uh, Virginia needed the kidney because of something Danny did. <laughs> he didn't give her Danny's kidney. All right, talk about showroom fresh. <laughs> anyway, they're talking about not liking the hospitals. And Rose even goes into that uh, that little diatribe about how she has an elevator phobia and she tries to hold her breath, right? Mm-hmm. And how she'd gone to the elevator. It's not really an elevator phobia. Like, well, she's she's afraid of the germs in the hospital, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the hospital phobia yeah. and the small space that they'd be confined in in an elevator. And so she would hold her breath, and then she yeah. passed out one time. Mm-hmm. And, of course, then they had to admit her, so she had to hold her breath again because she was in the elevator even longer. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was a half the comedy of that was Sophia's face. Um, (laughs) But I will say, you know, like Betty White did an excellent job with that long, you know, run of a story. I mean, I don't know if it took any edits to get it pieced together or if she 
pulled it off in one <laughs> take, but it was uh and they definitely like they had Sophia taking the high road. Like she never once said, you know, she was just like, "Okay, we'll finish this story later." Right. And then she pivots her. Attention. Well, and I think she did say this riveting story yeah. later. So she, she, you know, now but to it was Rose not that Sophia would not have that been, interrupted though. It that's was true. Blanche coming home early. Mm-hmm. But that, at that point, Sophia pivots, like you said, to mm-hmm. uh, we'll we'll finish this later. <laughs> but uh, Blanche gets home early, and they are surprised to see her, of course. She says, the best thing happened, the best possible thing. I still have both of my kidneys because I couldn't use mine because my blood vessels were too small. And then makes a little comment about how she's always been very petite, mm-hmm. you know, her, her, her lightweight. And that they found another donor was a uh, Mormon school teacher. And so now she's got, uh, you know, like you said, fresh, <laughs> fresh out of the box. Kidney. Right. Yeah. I think uh, Blanche Which even makes- says... Perfect sense because I'm sure in Miami you throw a rock, you're going to hit a Mormon. Oh, yeah. There's the, well, no, they did say Atlanta. So I don't know if. Uh, that's, oh, that's true. Right, you yeah. know, well, not that I consider Atlanta to be a Mormon um, bastion either. Back it's, then, though, Alan. It is considered yeah. Salt Lake City South. Yeah. <laughs> it's the urban Salt Lake City. Exactly. <laughs> the winter Salt Lake City. <laughs> so, yeah, couldn't use her, her kidney. So she still got both of hers. And they found another uh, perfect match for, for her kidney donor. And then Blanche even throws in that the doctor that examined her is coming to Florida in uh, in just a few weeks, so she's excited about that. Besides, then she's also very excited to finally, you know, love her sister and become friends with her and such. And then she kind of says, "Let's go celebrate," which seems to be a a a trend Mm -hmm. at the end of all these episodes. I've noticed, like, "Hey, let's go do something." I don't so think at, at that age, any victory is caused to celebrate. Yeah, it's like, hey, we made it through another day. I mean, <laughs> let's go celebrate. We're all still breathing. <laughs> this was a particularly harrowing episode, too, as far yeah, as you know, life and death holds. Mm-hmm. Well, it was funny. I, I remember thinking throughout this episode that it was like they did an almost a very special episode, like a kind of special episode of Golden <laughs> Girls. Because yeah. I know they were like, well, we don't know after three episodes, do we have the cachet to pull off a very special yeah. episode? <laughs> or, you know, we'll be, you know, it'll be a somewhat heavy subject, but, yeah. you know, we're going to keep it. That's where Danny evened out, see? Yeah. <laughs> How did Danny even it out? He, he brought it down a notch. Oh, well, yeah, I will say that his... <laughs> that his uh, you, think, you think the audience, every time they saw the baby, he just kind of <laughs> and forgot their cares? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think That's he's saying exactly Danny was bringing it down. I think he's saying that when Danny came in, the audience is like, boo, <laughs> get that damn baby off the screen or off the stage. Uh, well, you're what your applause sign says. <laughs> I ain't cheering for heavy. the Antichrist. <laughs> Danny was the comic relief. Yeah, that's true. Because he was so ugly. Yeah. Well, I don't know if the audience ever saw the real Danny. All they saw was the, you know, whatever. The bird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I bet she's holding an ugly baby there. That's why she's doing it so <laughs> so carelessly. It a, yeah. Sophia called it a salami. Yeah. <laughs> Calls him like she That's sees true. him. Yeah, I did think it was a, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could say that um, that it really shows you what you're missing or, or a better relationship or anything when it's, the only reason she came to town was to ask for a kidney. There was no yeah. like, hey, you know what? I might be dying. I yeah. want to make amends. Well, it was, I may be dying. You can help me. I understand if you don't, uh-huh. sure. And, you know, there was some amends made during mm-hmm. that on both sides. But that was not the purpose of the trip. It, it was, wasn't. And it's like, I don't know. It's, it's like, you know, showing up at college and be like, hey, you're my safety school. You know, she'd always be asked Charmaine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Went through the procedures and found out that was a no go. Right. So so she's like, well, I guess I'll go and try to make up with this bitch Blanche. Exactly. See if, uh, you know yeah. who should have donated if Who's possible? Tom. 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 Yeah. Well, he's already in the hospital. <laughs> so. No, that's Ted. Oh, Ted. Tom is the husband. Oh, the who husband cheated who cheated. Yeah. Yeah. Well. He's like, well, I can give you this at least. <laughs> so every time a spouse cheats, they have to give up an organ? Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair, right? Sweetbreads for dinner. You're like, no, I no longer have to worry about this liver. <laughs> <laughs> Got two more ready to replace it. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that would come in handy at some point, didn't you? I'm sure that's in the prenup. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and you're you're willing to give one of yours to a person who uh, who did you wrong. So yeah. Yeah. tit for tat. Yeah, I give up my tits <laughs> for their tats. <laughs> Just a tramp stamp. Uh, yeah, it would look really nice on you, Brent. So. All right, so uh, yeah, they kind of toss around some ideas of what to do to go celebrate life, 
and then uh, they actually just kind of end up with uh, uh, settling for Rocky Road from the fridge. Twice in this episode, I was sure, like, oh, this is where the cheesecake's finally going to come in. I mean, the show was practically famous for its cheesecake. I think I read that they were consumed a hundred cheesecakes during the mm-hmm. uh, the you know taping. Now I, I don't know if they actually had a hundred episodes with cheesecake or yeah. just that they used a hundred cheesecakes yeah. throughout the ones that featured it. But still, I was like, oh. This is, is going to be it. Here's going to come. So far, we haven't come to any of the. Um, I think we're going to wait till episode eighty-one. Eighty-one. Then it's <laughs> <be> a, <laughs> yeah, then it's like every episode is going to be cheesecakes <laughs> and back in St. Olaf's and you know, exactly. picture it. We've hit, <laughs> like we've hit our stride. Yeah. So then every episode, they're just like, "All right, we've run out of good jokes, so we're just going to go ahead this, and start reusing the best." Uh, this is our formula now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, I'm sure it's going to be one of those things where it's like, oh. Good job flashing the applause sign when they brought out the cheesecake. It's like, I didn't do that. And they're like, ooh. <laughs> I know what the audience likes. Right. It becomes like a Mad Libs, basically, for every script where, you know, you just have a list of a few words to insert, and cheesecake is one of them. Right. Yeah, I, I was sure. I was sure that two different opportunities to whip out the cheesecake. Um, and When was the first well, when they went in because she needed to eat after gotcha. uh, getting back, and I was oh, like, yeah. "Oh, they're going to go in and have yeah. cheesecake. This will be." And then yeah. at the end to celebrate, I was like, "Oh, okay. Here's the cheesecake that we'll yeah. see for the first." They did time. have some fun sounding alternatives though, like Blanche brought up going to a bar at Cocoa Beach, right, mm-hmm. to pick up old astronauts. <laughs> yeah, and and what was uh, Sophia? I think wanted to to go, go to the gambling. Bahamas to gamble or something of that yeah. nature. Um, yeah. but, Rose uh, wanted to ride the teacups at Disney World. Yeah, right, yeah. All good opportunities, but uh, so Miami to Orlando is what three hours? Yeah, about three, three and a half hours. So, yeah. I don't know. That's a that's a long ride if that's your main goal. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm a big and fan of Disney World, too. but uh, yeah, but uh, I'm not going to drive three and a half hours just teacups. for the teacups. Yeah. Do you guys have a discount ticket for <laughs> right? <laughs> they get the well, senior discount. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, and back in '85, Disney probably had a different pricing structure mm-hmm. than they do now. So. Like Florida residents free or something? Or? Well, I know that, that it used to be, and I don't know when this ended, because I, I, I'm a big Disney fan, but I'm not an expert by any means. They used to have where admission was free, and you would pay for your tickets for specific rides. That's where they came uh, up with like the A ticket, B ticket, gotcha. C ticket rides. I would have to think the teacups would be a low-end ride, so yeah. that the cost of a ticket to ride that would be gotcha. pretty pretty small now. By '85, they may have already gone to mm-hmm. a, you know an admission price, yeah. but it's sure it still would have been really low compared to yeah. you know the hundred dollars plus a day that it is now. Yeah. So. You think they'd ever have a ticket to ride but not care? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose if it was one of the low end rides, then yes. <laughs> The Beatles. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. I know. I'm just going along with it. Okay. Just assumed you thought it was Billy Joel. No. <laughs> I figured it was the Stones. The Backstreet Boys. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah, all right, so we've concluded the episode. Had a you know again a nice uh, schmaltzy ending as I think almost all the episodes probably do. Yeah, um, I think so. So who was your? Uh, did you have my favorite moment? I already knew was the um, the the line about the. Uh, cheese nativity scene right did you have a particular favorite line or moment in the episode i did um earlier in the episode actually shortly after we meet this mr danny mm. <laughs> uh blanche is all worried that the, the baby's gonna make a big mess so i've killed myself for two days you know baby's gonna make a big mess dorothy says make a mess in diapers and unless we use them as placemats your sister will never know <laughs> i thought that was great imagery mm-hmm yeah, I would agree with that. And and did one particularly stand out to you, Brent? Um, along the same lines, just imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, Estelle Getty talking about her tatas. Uh, <laughs> about how her son had sucked them dry. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing left up top. Good yeah. old, good old. That could be your favorite episode or guy, Phil. Could be your own. <laughs> exactly. He could be your exactly. So of of the actors or actresses that appeared, or you know, I guess they're all actors. Um. Who is your MVP of this episode? I think it's a pretty easy one here, but... I'm going for Virginia. Oh, Virginia? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, fair enough. Me too. Sheree North. I she mean, was, I got to go with Blanche. I, I mean, she I... She was brave enough to come ask for a kidney after she treated her sister so bad. I don't know. Blanche has had so many... And she, you know, don't get me wrong. Uh, Virginia got in a couple good, you know, yeah, really yeah. good lines too. But mm-hmm. Blanche was just line after line after line, yeah. um, in my opinion. So, I, I, I know it's... I will probably end up being the one who gives the MVP most mm-hmm. episodes to whoever the 
main character of the episode was. So, you know, maybe a little easy say, to predict mine. Um, yeah, I'm still definitely casting my vote for Virginia. And the reason is, you know, Rue McClanahan did a great job. You know, so many funny lines, but there were three moments that I just thought were too kind of hammy. Mm. Um, there was the bit about, you know, used to having straight hair. I didn't like the way she delivered that line. Mm. When she was like, polishing the door with that look on her face Mm -hmm. and then when she's doing like her rubbery dance to simulate being electrocuted (laughs) it was just a little over the top and like she was practically rolling flop sweat so so you felt like so that was enough of a detractor to then put virginia in the lead for you on that episode i thought that the actress who played virginia just had a nice nuanced performance and i thought she you know hit her marks and delivered her lines and she definitely seemed like a younger sister and she seemed genuine you know she didn't deserve to have her husband cheat on her nor did she deserve to die (laughs) (laughs) well i know that um virginia does appear again in about four seasons i believe Mm -hmm. so we'll get to catch up with her somewhere down the line now in case anybody wasn't sure or, or wasn't aware brent has watched the entire series relatively recently um Ski and I have not watched the entire series anytime recently. Or more, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, I've only watched like the most re- or the first season and a half. Oh, okay, recently. so okay, yeah. so then the rest have been okay. So, yeah, because yeah, I don't have any recollection of mm-hmm. you know I, maybe once we get to the episode it'll yeah. ring a bell. But I am looking forward to catching up with Virginia here in about yeah. three, you know, thirty or what a bit yeah. sixty or so episodes. I've seen up until the episode with um, George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino. Oh, okay, and that's when I stopped. Hmm. You just figured perfection may as well. As far as guest stars go. Stop right there. (laughs) Exactly. Once I see a Batman, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Please don't call him a Batman. (laughs) Although, yeah, seriously, though, why the hell didn't Adam West ever show up? He was age appropriate. Yeah, he totally could have been a love interest. Although, I don't know. I I don't. He was holding out for family guy. He's like, my my time is coming. I, I, I just don't think that he, his comedy stylings necessarily fit. I mean, he would have been perfect for Rose, yeah. I think, but um, maybe they felt like Rose just played off better, more of a straight, you know, man, kind of a, a guy like Arthur slash, um, yeah. you know, yeah, the guy who played her love interest twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> different, different love characters. interest. Yeah. Miles. Miles, yeah. Um, anyways, all right. So out of eight slices of cheesecake ski, I think we all agree this is a pretty good episode. What? What would you rate it? I actually gave it two. Two? You didn't I thought it was it. a good episode, but I didn't what? like how mean Blanche was. Oh, okay. Ooh, so I thought his her uncaring, like you guys seemed to really feed off that. I was like I the did. opposite. Mm, yeah. I did. I thought that's the Blanche I would like in every episode. Mm. You know, just totally not redeemable at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd want that. I don't think I'd want her. I, I'm fine with the... When she's interacting with one particular character, I don't think the Blanche would be very likable if she treated the other Golden Girls so harshly on an every line kind of a basis. Like, name one nice thing she's ever done to any of the other Golden Girls, though. I, I don't necessarily know that I can. I'm sure that we'll come across <laughs> a time or two, but you know, she th- gave a place there's a difference though between a, a backhanded compliment <laughs> and a, a landlord. <laughs> well, true, but. Well, she did tell them they could stay as long as they wanted after she got married to, uh, or you know, was planning to get married to. She sold that the same adulterer. line of bowl to Coco. <laughs> I don't think she ever gave Coco any guarantees. I think Coco knew that once a man moved in in 1985, he was not going to be cool with, um, you know, Coco's alternative lifestyle. So he, well, he probably maybe, knew he was maybe on the way they out. weren't sold on Golden Girls as the title at that point, and then once they did, like, well, Coco's got to go. Well, I, I know. I think it's we discussed this before. <laughs> well, I think we discussed before that the creator of the show, um, or the head writer, or whoever, decided probably the same person um, decided that they didn't want it to seem like these three women were relying on a man mm-hmm. and wanted to make him totally independent. So that's part of the reason that Coco was completely left out. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, part of it was because Estelle Getty did so well as you know Sophia, but you know she was planned to be. Uh, a regular recurring guest, just not a, a main cast member. Whereas Coco, I think, was you know mm-hmm. initially slated as a main cast member. Yeah. So, but. but again, I mean, in the aired episode, there was nothing that said he was gay. No, except for you know him being called a fancy man, which you know I think <laughs> yeah. the kimono hinted at it. I yeah, think, I mean, 
<laughs> it was innuendo for sure. I mean, it wasn't anything. Again, we and we've discussed this in the past, so we're you know going over old uh, <laughs> old ground again already in our fourth episode. This is this is in our clip show. <laughs> no, not not quite yet. It's not the one hundred thirty eighth episode just yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look back on all five of this episode. Right, and that concludes. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Sophia's <laughs> Choice. <laughs> just Created by Susan Harris 138 times. <laughs> right. <laughs> Alan's like, I spent three weeks editing that together. <laughs> Please listen. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the main Patreon benefit. <laughs> It'll just be Susan Harris. Susan Harris. Susan Harris. I'll try to put us some music, but to the background. <laughs> you almost sounded right there like Rock Beyond Madanus. Yeah, that's, that's what I was kind of thinking as it came out of my mouth. So that's where the music behind, behind it came into my mind. So, all right. So he's only giving it two slices because he doesn't like me and Blanche. Mm-hmm. And so Brent, for you, um, I'd walked in here thinking I was going to give it seven, um, but maybe in light of what he said, I'll go down to six and a half. But. I can be talked back up to seven if you want me to. Seven, not a seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta gotta have room to grow. Um, because again, there were a few moments, and I also, I think, in order to get you know seven and a half, eight slices, you gotta have something for all four girls to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. you I can't agree. just stick three of them in the bedroom with an infant who you never see again. Right. And yeah. Call it an episode. Yeah, for me, I give it a six, and um, and it is just for that reason. I mean, it's not even so much the miss or. You know, the other three, it's the complete uselessness of the B, mm-hmm. you know, story yeah. that was going on. Yeah. Um, the A story was great, and yeah. I, I am with you. Again, I wouldn't want to see Blanche like that every episode, but yeah. I do like to see it occasionally. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I thought it, her part was excellent. Um, but, yeah, the the part with uh, the ugly little redheaded baby was <laughs> it was enough to drag it back down from from the heights down to a six exactly four man's mac and me all right (laughs) (laughs) all right well with uh, that i think that's going to conclude this episode so uh stay golden coco hey thanks so much for downloading today if you enjoyed that opening you should definitely check out ashley jade on youtube she has a bunch of awesome compositions on there if you want to get in touch you can email us at sophia's choice podcast at gmail.com you can also reach us on twitter at sophia's choice pc We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden.